When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Say Things, episode 162, sponsored by Manscaped, who have this to say. Smooth sack summer is slowly coming to an end, fellas. If you haven't been scaping for the summer sun, it's not too late to sweep your sack of those pesky pubes. As summer comes to an end and we enter fall, keep your boys clean and fresh, just in time for fresh ball fall. The leader in below-the-belt grooming is here to make sure your pubes feel smoother than a beach ball and smell fresher than your girl's pumpkin spice. Start the new season the right way and join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code WESAYTHINGS at manscaped.com. Thank you for the great blurb, Manscaped, and your <coughs> terrific products. Uh, fresh ball fall. Yes, we're, we're getting close to fresh ball fall indeed. But as you guys probably know by now, but they have many a products, not just for trimming your pubal areas. I believe pubal is a word. It uh, is now. Yep. But they also have things like body wash, things to smell good. They have cologne. They even have chapstick. Just everything under the sun for Manscaped. And remember, use the We Say Things promo code for 20% off and free shipping. So thank you. The more that you guys shop with Manscaped, the more they're able to sponsor us. Uh, Also, thank you to our amazing patrons in the InBruge tier, specifically, of course, uh, including but not limited to Freezy TM. Caboose, thanks for the shout-out for my shirts, gifts. I'm glad you like them. Oh, awesome. Yes, thank you for that. That was good stuff. Yatoro does it again, Cinderin. A underscore Scorpy. Obi-Wan cannot blow me anymore as my heart belongs to Cinderin. Bought a Manscaped product, so I'm doubly supporting this podcast. Ads work. All right. Thank you. This is hashtag ad. Or not an ad. Yeah. What is the meaning of life? Oscar Seeker. Make Drow great again. Roundy three. The P stands for please, Valve. Please give marketing. You'll have good. Done a good job when my grandma learns of Dota from the news. Disco Farm D, I am once again asking you to say my name. God, I keep forgetting this is the first half. I gotta let you do that. Simple Stooge, Silly Stooge, Salacious Stooge, Sadistic Stooge, Scathing Stooge, Sen, and then it just cuts off. Milan, Miami, the Mega Pope, and 85% of koalas have chlamydia. I actually did know this. That's a lot. And koalas are vicious vile beasts and there's a reddit copy pasta which i wish i could actually if somebody could link me that i will read it because it's a fucking doozy go ahead Cinderin. also thank you to we say things that do not mean anything so th- thanks for listening ti in new zealand zan xavier nate Vico, zero one hamscroats bacon shark tm freshly seasoned goat balls janie dop nothing to see here underscore man 
You can listen to my song Ivremont by Florico on Spotify. Can we get Seb on the podcast? This is not an app. Ben Broomhead can't believe they didn't do Faceless Rex for the Arcana. Wooden Aftertaste Anonymous and Peter, horses can't vomit. If they do, they will die. Niebling. I actually think I did know horses can't vomit. I'm pretty sure I knew that. <clears throat> oh, I sorry. I was not paying attention. Horses can't vomit. If they do, they will die. Okay, interesting. I was reading the copy pasta. It's not the full one. It's okay. We don't need the full thing. Koalas are fucking horrible animals. They have one of the smallest brain-to-body ratios of any mammal. Additionally, their brains are smooth. A brain is folded to increase the surface area for neurons. If you present a koala with leaves plucked from a branch, laid on a flat surface, the koala will not recognize it as food. They are too thick to adapt their feeding behavior to cope with change. In a room full of potential food, they will literally starve to death. And it cuts off there because he wasn't able to pace everything. Apparently, they have become... What is the thing they eat? Is it eucalyptus leaves, which are poisonous, yeah, right? Eucalyptus leaves. So they actually get no nutritional value out of that. But I think something to the fact that it's the literal only thing that they're able to eat, and they've evolved to the point that they won't die from eating it, but there's zero nutrition coming from those leaves. Uh, I didn't do... So how do they survive? From those leaves. <laughs> well, then there is nutritional value in them. No. Okay, I, I fucked it up. It's so funny though. You guys got to look up koala copy pasta. It is. It's actually all true as well. Koalas are. You, you think they're cute? I used to think they were cute too, but now all I can think of is this Reddit post every time. It got ruined for you. Yeah, and they shriek like dying babies. Uh, okay, so we have a lot of stuff that I want wanted to talk about, but it's gonna have to be delayed, obviously, because we have the battle pass. But we will say that Cinder and I will be casting together yet again the ti qualifiers or whatever they're actually called this time uh we're doing the na region yes i have to wake up at and cast at 9 a i okay i was gonna say i'm not complaining i am complaining what players that's true players have to wake up in the pacific standard time 9 a.m to play that's ri- that's ridiculous that is really dumb like noon Imagine is like west the standard coast team i think some west coast team would go to the east coast and boot camp there so they could start their games at 12 yes literally that would be the smart thing to do and of course for me it sucks because i have to wake up at 9 a.m which okay. i will be waking up at 8 55 i woke up at 9 a.m today well you're gonna be up late uh, it won't be that bad. Okay, well, that that's what's on the schedule. That's not till... When is that? Next week? Something like that? Yep. Starts on the 8th. Okay, great stuff. So, Thursday. Alright, so with that, let's get on to the big news, which is the Battle Pass has been released! Which I am sharing it on the screen now. And of course, we will go through it as if nobody can see because we do have a lot of audio listeners. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so... As of this, let me refresh, actually. As of this recording, we're at $4.8 million prize pool. Uh, all right. So I can't remember how we used to do this, Cinderin, but we'll just go one item at a time and just uh, okay. talk about what we think. So sure. the big item, level 495, Clasian Apostasy. Big words. That is, <clears throat> big, that's big when you words. know they're running out of 
words in the dictionary to describe heroes. The Void Arcana. So we can see it has effects for every single ability, including his passive. It's all purple. He's got this very when you dodo... say his passive, do you mean time level twenty five talent? What? No, his time. You mean backtrack. Oh, you mean bash? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the Chronosphere has nice tentacles coming out of it. It's like a Cthulhu theme thing, which uh, is very similar to the Dota One model. If you remember, I think he was named Dark Terror. If I'm not yep. mistaken. Uh, item, little item things here as well. Maelstrom has a different effect and icon. Mask of Madness as well. Uh, Mjolnir. I'm not sure if there's any more on top of that, but we're going to scroll down a bit here. Obviously, a ton of new animations and effects and voice lines and basically the whole nine yards when it comes to the Faceless Void Arcana, which everybody has been waiting very, very patiently for, Cinderin. And the alternate second style, which I actually have not read what it takes to unlock it. It's like a pale version of the Cthulhu. It's still purple on the inside, though. That's it's true. Like the inside of his skin, right? Guide Faceless Void on his mission to earn 250 points to unlock the whatever the fuck that's called alternate style. An enemy dying under Chronosphere will award you one point with a maximum of six points available in a single victory. Oh, interesting that they would cap that. I guess you could abuse it. Kills and assists yeah. both count, so don't be afraid to let your faceful friends on the action. Okay. So 63 wins. No, 43 wins. Oh, this has to be in only victories. I think so. So you need to win uh, 43 games where you get six heroes in Chrono. Okay, that's still a lot. No, 42. I'm doing bad math. 42 games. That's a lot, actually. Coincidence that it's 42, Shannon? It's a, you know, void here? I've thought about that for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, did I miss anything with the Void Arcana? I don't think so. All right, well, what do you think? Um... I guess a good way of looking at it is comparing it to the golden standard that we have now, right? Which is Queen of Pain, right? Yep. Or or did you have did you have Wind Ranger as your favorite Arcana? Uh, no. It was Quap and something else, though. It wasn't Windrunner, surely. Okay. I would never stoop so low. Maybe chat can remind us, but yeah, no, Quap is. I think it was tied for me as S tier. Yeah. Oh, Drow, Drow, yeah, Drow. Oh, the Drow one. That's right. Yeah. Um. So I just I need to replay it. Where did you find the chrono clip? It's just on the website. How far down is that? Wait, why am I not finding this? You watch the stream. Oh, you're just watching the entire clip on back to back. You can't just choose to see the chrono. That's correct, Cinderin. Got it. Okay. Alright, so I'll say I think the bash animation is really cool. Um I don't does it feel to you that when you chronosphere that those tentacles are a little bit in the way of actually seeing what's going on? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that shit. Uh, it's a little bit weird. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's different <laughs> when there's health bars because in the clip you don't have health bars, right? Maybe it's fine. I feel like it's a little bit weird. I think it's but, fine. Yeah. But it looks cool for sure. Um, what else is there to say about this? So I haven't tested and listened to all of the effects, but I believe there's no custom sounds. Is that correct? What do you mean? Or is there? Yeah, there's plenty. There's I didn't read the whole thing, but it's voice just not lines. on the bash. The bash still sounds like a mace, I think. Oh, you mean it, the it doesn't have a the sound, sound effects for the the yeah. abilities? I he has a lot of voice know. lines, like eight hundred new voice lines or something. It just says um, new effects for the skills. It doesn't say anything right. about sound. 
Um, so I think that's missing, to be honest. You know, I love sound design in Dota. I think the... Did they do that with Quop? Quop has a different sonic wave sound, and she has the whip for attacks, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, I just think, to me, that's still the golden standard. I don't think, for me, this isn't Quop tier. It's still really, really good. Um, the Chrono's cool. But I also think at the same time, you're a little bit more limited, maybe. Remember, this was the first hero that was voted for a model rework, right? And they didn't change it very much because, like, how much could you really do, right? Um, so I think as far as an Arcana goes for Void, this is this is pretty solid, right? I don't know what you would rate it. Let's say Quop is 10 out of 10, then maybe this is like an 8.5. Yep, I was going to say 8.5. I mean, it's very yeah. good, but it's not... I play Void, again, a lot of the opinions I'm going to have are based on heroes that I play or don't play. I play Void not a lot, but occasionally. This is not, for me, something that I'm like, I have to get it only because it's level 495, which is $250. That's a shit ton. Now, it depends. Yeah. And as we get through this, it'll be like a discussion about whether you think it, the battle pass is worth it at what specific tier. Because if there's enough stuff that gets me like level 300, I'm like, okay, I want level 300. Then yeah, 195 levels to get this. That sounds good. But Yeah, if you're already up there. Just from base zero, this isn't like a... What are the... This is going to date me. Not that it matters. Killer app. Remember this terminology from back in the day? Yeah. I don't really hear it anymore. Killer app is like, I think it stands I for killer application. <laughs> it stands for killer application. Uh, basically, I guess to, to sum it up, it's like, let's say Xbox, the original Xbox came out. The flagship game was Halo or PlayStation. Like the reason you buy a PlayStation is God of War. Breath of that, the Wild on the Switch. Those are killer apps, let's call them. Yeah. For me, this is very good. It's not enough for me to buy the whole system, if that makes sense. That's yeah, my analogy. That makes sense. Okay. You'll buy one controller and then not play. That's right. Very good. Uh, okay. Level 383, you will get the Void Storm Eli Asylum, Elysium, which is a Razor Arcana, but it will be arriving in Part 2. So... Yeah. The battle pass, I think it actually showed it up here. The battle pass is divided into two parts. The first part, which is out now, September 1st to November 2nd. Part two is November 3rd to January 12th. So, so I void, think it's kind of hard. Describe the void, or void. Describe the Razor set for the people listening. Yeah, so Razor basically has a kind of sword-like whip now and a shield. And he looks more like um, purple Sauron. Um, okay. If you if you played Dota One, he looks more like Razor did in Dota One than in Dota Two. And actually, it's the same for Faceless Void. So I think Valvar a little bit, you know, uh, drawing on the nostalgia of people of you know, some of the really iconic hero designs from Warcraft 3, but obviously they're not, like, copying them because they're not allowed to do that. But they're definitely pulling both heroes in that direction. The thing about this, though, is that we only have the concept art. There's no animations, there's no sounds, there's nothing. So I can't... It's impossible to say whether this is good value. Like, who knows? Um, right. But do you but think... the concept art looks nice. I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, I think... Still probably not co tier, though. No, it, I would be... This might be better than The Void, actually, depending on what they do with the spells. I think mm. the base model here is arguably maybe a little bit more interesting than the Void one, but yeah, I don't know how much you can really 
I mean, Racer has some pretty cool spells, right? That you could do stuff with. I mean, I imagine they're all going to be purple, so that's not a yeah. big difference from blue. Uh, I mean, it, it looks cool, and I, I, I know some people were knocking the designs being similar to Dota 1, like you mentioned, but mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'm biased because I play Dota 1. I like that. It's not like one of those, I mean, Valve is made if up of If it's good, many, it's good, you know? They're made up of very talented people. You're saying they can't think of anything else? These are just cool ideas. Uh, Razor if, uh, one is, eh, it's okay. I mean, we'll see when I think you also got to be, you got to remember to be a little bit selective, right? I think there's a lot of other hero designs that just looked way less interesting in Dota 1. So if these are callbacks to that, they chose some of the more iconic ones, right? There are some of the models in Dota 1 that just I mean, aren't good or interesting. I wish they'd but do these... this with Legion Commander, Cinderin. Yep, if you're going to take know. Dota 1 models. Legion Commander Persona on a horse. Yes. No, but the horse has to be obese. Mm-hmm. And Legion Commander has to have a mustache. She can stay a woman. I don't give a shit about it being a man mm-hmm. or a woman. Needs to have a thick mustache, and the horse has to be fat. Okay. Do you think that ruins her voice lines where she says "nice mustache," or is she actually just appreciating <laughs> other people having a nice mustache? Then either one. Leave I think like her lore woman. and her voice lines are kind of built around her making fun of male characters in the game and not trusting anyone. I miss but. the horse more than anything. Of All course right. you do. Moving on, level 296, as we go down, is the Exile Unveiled, a phantom assassin persona. Hunted by the Sisters of the Veil from birth, a figure who has lived in shadow chooses to hide no longer. Witness an unveiled assassin risk everything to satisfy his prime directive, to strike an ancient order of killers whose own machinations have all but guaranteed the arrival of this bloody prophesied, prophesied day. Prophes- I think it's called prophesized. I think they typoed it, didn't they? Prophesied? Is that a word? Yeah, I think I that, that is the word, actually. Prophesied. Okay. Um, uh, so this is also coming soon. It's a PA persona. It's a dude. I actually thought this was a chick as well. I'm not going to lie. And it's from the first Battle Pass part. Yes. I think we need to specify that every time. This comes before TI. Yes. Finals, that is. Who knows? It could All be right. coming during TI. I'll go first. Uh, I mean, this is like... You have to explain what it looks like. Yeah, it's... It's uh, an elfish, dark elf creature with long white hair, uh, blue, very pale blue eyes. There's no pupils or anything in this art, at least. Uh, has a real protruding butt chin. I don't, I can't tell if that's a something that's a helm that they're wearing or if their chin is actually shaped that way. Looks like it might be a face mask of some kind. Uh, I and the, I guess the glaive. weapon, yeah, the the weapon is that a glaive? It is, I think. It's like a teal slash turquoise semi-transparent blade of some kind with two ends. And then a little... Oh, yeah, a little dagger. Oh, dagger. That's the stifling dagger. Looks like a glass dagger, almost. Yeah, glass, basically. I'm not going to lie. This is only concept art. This, First of all, why are we coming out with heroes that have so much shit already, including an arcana? Like, mm. Pudge makes sense. I guess I... Why am I even saying this? PA is like a top five most played hero. That's why. Is it actually? Yeah, but this I am not excited for. I play PA a decent amount. This does not excite me on any level. I think, and again, it's just concept art. The Arcana for PA just clearly looks better to me. I don't want to change to this creature. I like PA the way she is. I love the PA Arcana as well. So Um, I... This one is not a selling point for somebody that plays, again, an okay amount of PA. Yeah. So that's, 
Anything to Pretty add? Agree on that? Not really. Um, I feel like there were other Persona choices that were more interesting, but like you said, maybe it's just based on number of games played. But well, let's see. I I really I wonder what the logic is. Like, if that is literally enough, because there's like okay, let's say what's the difference between in the top ten among those heroes most number of games played? It can't be like by an enormous percentage amount. So why pick the one that already has an Arcana? If you want to drive sales, you would pick one where it's you know a you want all time or this month or what? Just this month. I this guess. month. Uh, Pudge, Juggernaut, yeah. Sniper, Lion, Zeus, PA. Yeah, you could definitely make a Sniper persona. That sounds interesting. Give him a mount. Yes, exactly. If sniper we look riding at, a horse. Just riding around and then gunning. If I sort horse, by but... all time most played heroes, Pudge. Press a Renaissance rifle, man. Actually, that sounds sick. Like a musket? Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I, that's actually pretty good. Uh, uh, but if I go to all-time most played, it's Pudge and then PA. Yeah. So PA is okay. like way, way, way up there. Okay. Uh, either yeah, way, I though, mean, not excited about the concept art of this one, personally. And from one on to the next, Shannon, because the next one is a Crystal Maiden persona who also has an Arcana yeah. um, as that choice. Level 148. That is on the second part of the battle pass, so that is after TI. Level 148, so way lower, like you said. Um, the concept art has Maiden standing on the ground next to an enormous wolf that is looks very cool. Kind of looks like Sif from Dark Souls 1. Uh, but if Sif wasn't super sad and didn't have a sword in the mouth, but rather had a <laughs> uh, very cool teal, uh, a big teal necklace with gemstones and teal eyes, um... And some sort of like um, just a frosty look to it. I actually think this concept art is really beautiful. It's just such a shame she already has the Arcana. But I hope there's some sort of way of merging the things in the future <laughs> where you can have the Arcana and the Persona together. Um, <laughs> Good, but, one. Good one, Sindarin. Yeah, we'll see. So the name of this one is Conduit of the Blue Heart, arriving in part. I think like this one said. looks cooler than the PA one, personally. Only the strongest no of mages intended. can endure the teachings that unlock the hidden powers of the Blue Heart. Those who dare try have but one choice of master, an ageless avatar whose first lesson is that success earns only obligation and failure opens the door to a lonely death. Very dark for Crystal Maiden. Yep. And, I mean, she has a dog already. I assume... And maybe I'm just hopeful here that the dog or the wolf or did they actually say what it was? Whatever the nope. fuck this creature is. Am I, am I wrong in thinking that this is the hero? Well, when would she turn into this? She's like that all the time. That's what my... Uh, okay, if she is literally a wolf the whole time, then it could beat the Arcana, right? If the wolf is really yes, well made. I just That's I, just... I, I don't see how you could make this not the hero. That would be the first time that any persona or any set remakes a hero that much. Yeah. They've always had like some sort of, you know, base silhouette um, and overall like same vibe of the hero with just stuff added on top, right? Well, like, we should mention that Crystal Maiden is in human form in this photo. Or in this Next art. Wolf, yeah. But she looks like a normal Crystal Maiden. That's so true. That, that, this is why I feel very strongly that the wolf is actually her. 
And this could be the killer app, Cinderin. It's it's only level 148, so it's actually a relatively low-ish level. But yeah, if a lot more people the... buy in to get this... Oh, wait. This is after TI, though. <laughs> it's after TI, so if, you, if yeah. that's your killer app, that's kind of... Well, kind of weird. That's not weird. Valve likes to make that money, Cinderin. Don't forget about that. I like to keep that. Yeah. Money. Do you want to actually talk about that real quick? Because we obviously had our own like hopes for what they were going to do with the battle pass, since it was stretching past TI. Right. We both agreed that what we were hoping is everything leading up to the TI finals goes into TI, and everything post TI finals goes into the DPC circuit. All they've said is that the battle pass is in two parts, and part one contributes to TI. So part two could be literally anything. It could be supporting the year. It could be supporting something else than the DPC. Or it could be literally everything is for Valve. We have no idea. Uh, so Knoxville... I am pretty skeptical because I feel like if it was skeptical. supporting the DPC, didn't you just want to say that then? Yeah. Isn't that something people would want to celebrate? For sure. 100%. Or are you concerned that if you announce that, then TI's prize pool is going to be a nightmare? It doesn't matter. Like I just don't see it. So Knoxville made a tweet. And I can't remember the order in this which this went, but there's a Reddit post as well. And Cyborg Matt, not I mean, probably doesn't have inside information these days, but is a big part of secret. Mm -hmm. Basically said emphatically no. They will not be I mean, again, this isn't confirmed on any basis, but uh, I know that Cyborg Matt is very uh <laughs> very bitter these days, just like me. Mm. Very jaded is probably the right word, not bitter. Uh so could be some of that negativity coming through as well, but I agree with you. Uh, obviously, we wanted that. It doesn't sound like it. I don't see the downside in saying that beforehand. Uh, but, And I guess we will also both agree, unless some really cool... Uh, uh, let's wait with that. Let's continue. We'll wait till the... I know what you're going to do with that. Yeah. We'll wait till wait. the end of that one. All right, so next is at level 2... Okay, we're going back up, apparently. Level 223, Primal Battle Beast one. Prestige Bundle. Yeah, Battle Pass 1. Long before his arrival in Tomokan, one failed attempt to control the beast found him clad in plate and foolishly pressed into battle, where he promptly dismembered and devoured troops on both sides. Uncannily well-designed as that ancient armor was, it took many maulings over countless years before the final pieces fully dislodged from his formidable hide. A primal beast. It's going to be like two or three items. Maybe yeah. it's a prestige bundle. Is that a full set? I can't even remember. Uh, I think so. I mean, there's no reference for Primal Beast, right? He has no cosmetics. So. Right. And I, okay, so in the photo, you see his stupid fucking face like you normally do, except it's mm -hmm. semi covered in like a green carapace looking type armor with a yep. big horn coming out of his nose it's area. Like a rhino. For some reason, the first time I looked at this, I'm like, this looks like a Nyx assassin set. Yes. Very, you, yes, uh, <laughs> exactly. Very <laughs> underwhelming. Very not excited. I love Primal Beast. And it's just concept art. Who knows? They could make this yellow or purple. Who knows? This is Doesn't easily look the good. least interesting concept <laughs> art so far. Yes. Uh, not even close. I think they ran out of time. I mean, they didn't even draw know. Primal Beast. This is literally a picture from in-game his model. Right? Yeah. Um, That's what it looks like to I me. Don't know. I'm not going to judge too much on this because we have no idea. But the other things look more interesting for now, at least. And then why don't you just pretend to know? I mean, it's such a dumb... If you said that this is definitely a photo taken from in-game, who's going to be offended? You know? Huh? No, that was if, not what I said. I think you're... you're right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank no, that's you. not what I was saying. I was saying as far as like what this is actually going to be, mm. the... I feel like the concept art here is more vague than all of the other ones. So, did 
it's kind of hard to imagine what it looks like. I'm trying to remember any prestige items. Was the Hoodwink one from back in the day a prestige item? Uh, Does that change particles? I think so. And then we've had quite a few prestige items, right? We had the <clears> Kunkka <throat> thing. We had the Lion thing. Um... Do they change particles? The Hoodwink one's the only one I remember. And it changed uh, just ambience. I, I think they also changed particles, yeah. Like skill we particles? Also have the, we had another prestige bundle too. Was it Tiny? The one with the crystal, like the big sword and shit? Wasn't that also a prestige bundle? Oh, yeah, the blue one. The really shitty yeah. one. Yeah, I actually yeah, yeah. I can't stand that. I don't stuff. think that one changed anything except the sound of the attack, right? Where it sounds like a sword instead of uh, a tree. Hmm. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We'll see. Not excited. Immortals. All right. So uh, we should mention this <laughs> before we get started. Mm-hmm. There are two immortal chests this year, not three. Immortal one is out now. Immortal two comes out in part two, so after TI. So instead of three immortal chests before TI, there's now one before and one after. Yes. Yes. Okay, we'll talk about all that at the end, of course. Let's go in order, though. First is the only reason I bought the Battle Pass. <laughs> spoiler alert of my review. The only reason I bought the Battle Pass is to get this first one. The Infernal Cavalcade. Shoulder item with stampede effect for uh, center. This item's fucking cool. Okay, first of all, if you guys remember Horn of the Alpha from Artifact, which I know all ten of you listening know. I remember. That was a cool item. He has this giant fucking horn wrapped around his neck and shoulder as red ambience coming out like a little pipe almost. And it affects Stampede, which you get these hawks. For some reason, I don't understand that at all, the connection. I'm sure there's something in the lore, but I say hawks, they're crows still. Yeah. I don't, I don't get the connection at all. But the item looks really fucking cool. In fact, this item is... One of the, in my opinion, I know it's for Centaur, but it's one of the coolest items without the effect at all that they've made, I think. It's so, it just adds so much to the character, in my opinion. What do you think? Um, <clears throat> it doesn't make a custom sound for the old, right? It's still the same sound? Probably. I feel like if that's the case, then they, again, I think that should be a part of this immortal item, is that you should sound the horn when oh, you're stampeding. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. Like... Again, so I, I'm, I have to admit, I haven't tested all these items. I don't even know to what extent you can do it, but because uh, it came out, you know, late. But um, <clears throat> I, I will always be talking about the sound design whenever we look at these like immortal things and, and high tier things that mm. if they have, because I agree, this is a really cool idea. It's just, it just feels like a missed opportunity to make a really cool sound effect for this. Uh, I'm kind of with you on the on the crows. I don't really understand it. Like a stampede to me is animals on the ground, not birds. So they could have had something else animate next to him. Like, <clears throat> do you remember the spell stampede that the Beastmaster hero had in Warcraft Three? No. <clears throat> Where he literally stands still, and then there's like swarms of animals just running over the enemy, dealing AOE damage. Oh, that's <clears throat> Jesus. Sounds familiar. I need to drink some more. I'd have to see. It. Um. I feel like there could be like animals running at the side of Centaur for this instead of birds over him, right? Yeah. But maybe that would be too cluttery. I don't know. That's um, what I was thinking is they put something on the ground, it's too cluttery, so they had to put, they felt like they had to put something that's flying. Mm. And I, I still don't know why a maybe. crow. Uh, I guess Hawk would be too beast mastery. 
But anyway, uh, uh, I'll give my verdict. I, I'm with you. I think the item itself is really cool. It's probably like a, a 9 out of 10. Uh, but yeah, considering it's a base immortal from the chest, then I think 9 out of 10 is fair. If this was a higher quality, I really especially wanted the sound. 9.5, I'm biased. All right. The effect yep. is less than that. This is like a 10 out of 10 for just purely the cosmetic, in my opinion. Okay, right. you can take the next, sir. Yeah, then we have Flutter Step, which is Enchantress. She gets uh, basically a wing on each side of her... What's that? Her... Body? Thighs, I guess, if you will. Um, it's behind her ass, if you want to sit. Look at it that way, right? Well, her ass is very far further back. It's oh, coming out yeah, of her you're side. Right. <laughs> you're right. Um, yeah, that's right. Well, that well, she has two asses. <laughs> you're right. I... I was looking at the human ass. I, yeah. I think she does have two asses. I think you're correct on the anatomy. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. So uh, this gives custom untouchable effects. When people attack her, uh, they have a little circle of four butterflies over their heads spinning around with a little rainbow blur effect, mm -hmm. uh, which looks kind of cool. Um, yeah, I think this is this is decent. I don't really know how it... Dude, does this... I, I guess it kind of fits the Enchantress character. I'm honestly all right with it, but it doesn't really blow me away. I think the Centaur one is still probably better. Yeah. So I guess I'll give this one a seven and a half. I'll give it an eight. It's solid. Yeah, something like that. That range. Next is the Seclusions of the Void head item for TA with custom psionic trap effects. So the, the headpiece is very interesting. It's like a crown, a golden type crown with very it's almost like flowing hair that is Just a really long like hair <laughs> purplish teal ghost-like hair because it looks semi-transparent uh and then the effect Which from radiant from purple to teal basically yeah. imagine that and then the psionic trap effect i have to see again here uh how do you explain that what is that what is that figure called the lotuses of mane yes it's a lotus of mane so you put the circle, and then there's lotuses on the far side of where you put the circle, it looks like. Or it's random. I don't know. We just see this clip. Somebody watched the anime, huh? There's some lotuses, and then when it explodes, it's like, what is that symbol called? Well, that's what I'm looking for. It's like ellipses. Imagine like a star, but instead of straight lines, it's ellipses. Mm. That's basically what it is. I don't know what that symbol is called. Very flower-like, for sure. And chat is saying, okay, I'm going to Google this first before I say it out loud. Uh, a medalla. Uh, don't know if I would... Is that one? Of, I feel like it's something else. Oh, you know what I just... Is this accurate? I had to Mandala. watch this on loop again. The flowers, the lotuses on the trap, do they actually continue spawning in a ring as the charge-up time for the... Trap oh, is that's there? a good question. Maybe not, actually. Don't know. That would have been a cool... Uh, see, it looks like, like when she casts it, basically... So it's a full circle, right? And the farthest half has lotuses uh, around the rim. Yeah. All basically. right. Uh, this one I would give... Uh, it's another. I think this is better than the Enchantress one. Maybe 8.5. Maybe I would went too high for Enchantress. 7.5 mm. for Enchantress. Eight for this one. Um, I feel like the item itself on the hero, the inch, is more interesting. Really? Probably. This one's more yeah. noticeable, I feel like. I feel like TA I has some of the worst helms in Dota, actually. 
I guess I'll just put them on par from that, but I feel like the effect of the trap is cooler. So let's say eight for this and seven and a half French. Okay. Yeah. Next. Yep. Then we have Actox Glory, which is a Plague Ward plus a tail for Veno. The tail effectively turns your tail into a, it has like a circle at the end with a sphere inside it, basically. Uh, it gives you custom poison nova, which spreads like poisonous petals, it looks like, or like blobs, actually, not petals. Um, and the plague wards are sort of cyan with gold, uh, which is kind of the theme of all of Venno's other immortals. I think with this item, he has a full set of immortals uh, in that Aztec gold theme. Yep, Aztec indeed. Um, I don't, I gotta say, I think the plague wards are not my favorites. Uh, it's kind of I really like the Poison Nova animation but I think the both the tail as well as the wards aren't that great but maybe it's cooler with the full set which you don't see in the preview obviously um, I don't know guess it's a 7 for me uh, I'll go in 8 all, I think it's as good as the TA uh, I, th I like the Plague Wards They're, the Poison like Nova a, is really nice though Poison Nova is okay <laughs> it's funny I actually think the opposite of you Poison Nova is okay it leaves those blobs like you said but uh, i think the play wars look really cool you don't like the like ghostly with it's um, like a ghostly plague ward in aztec armor i think that's kind of yeah, i mean cool. i'm probably going to use them right if i get this but i feel like these plague wards are the plague wards that look the most like shadow shaman's words does that make sense no they're red well in terms of like the shape and everything who cares they're okay. fucking teal. They're turquoise. I'm not. I'm not saying you're gonna mistake them for shadow shaman. Okay, so what are you saying, Cinderin? I don't know. They feel less <laughs> venom to me and more mechanic. And I know that's kind of the Aztec theme, but I, I don't. I don't like the cog on the bottom of them. I actually think these would be cooler mm. with just like the ghost-like. And then you could have the mask if you wanted it to, but the cog on the bottom is a little bit... Maybe it looks good in its entirety. I would need to see it with the other mortals. Right, I'm giving it whatever. an 8 as well. Okay, fine. And you gave it... 7. Yeah, that's your least favorite so far. You've convinced me to bump it up to 7 and a half. Everglyph goggles, head item, and custom earthbind effects for Mr. Meepo. So the headpiece is like a like a i was gonna say it's like a gem that almost serves as a flashlight uh yeah. but the helm itself is like very god how would you describe it i was gonna say kind of uh shit what's the word i'm looking for what is what is timber saw what is that theme uh steampunk yeah it's a bit steampunky has some like pink light yeah, things so at the top it has four lights on top of the helm. Three of them are t purple or something yeah. like that, and one is yellow. The immediate thing I think when I see this is, do you know when you rent a tent for a party and there's like these lights atop in, inside the tent? On, I've like, never the left the house before. Okay. It, it reminds me of the inside of a tent that you rent outside to have a party. Okay. So that's great. That's very Meepo-like because he brings the whole family. So that's great. <laughs> Uh, the actual effect on Earthbind is 
like an electrical, I don't know what to call it. Is it an electrical fence almost? It it completely changes the look of it's, this thing. Uh, it's like it a, it's a coil. A, yeah. It's like electric coils that are pinned to the ground in four. It almost looks like a cog, kind of. Like a it's square a cog. It's a full-on square, yeah. Yep. So this one, I think, in terms of the effect, is the most dramatic change of any of the abilities of these immortals. Yeah. Whether you like it or not is another thing. Uh, I actually don't really like it that much. I think the helm is fine. The effect... This coming from me. This is saying something. I think if you see a fucking Meepo game with this many Earthbinds going, it's going to look annoying as fuck. Because Earthbind is kind of like... It's, it's a net. You're not supposed to notice it as much, right? This one really yeah. stands out, and it's just going to be constantly there. So, not a fan. I'm going to say six. This is the most underwhelming item in itself compared to the other ones, right? Like, the cosmetic on Meepo is not as cool as the other ones. So, this one is the effect is what you're getting this for. And I kind of agree this effect is probably a little bit too much. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say the same. All right, and then the final item that you're guaranteed to get if you get all the base... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. This is a rare, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, never mind. The rare is the Blasmid Berserker bundle with custom Warpath effects for Bristleback. I didn't realize it was a bundle, so it's two. It's both arm pieces, it looks like. Yep. Uh, one has a gauge, which I don't know how that even... If it actually functions in any way. They don't really show. And then the other arm he's holding. What the a hell yo-yo. is that? It all, it kind of does look like a yo-yo with a very pointy edge to it. I don't know what that kind of weapon is called. It actually, I'm pretty sure this is a real kind of weapon, right? It's like a, it's a mace that spins and has spikes on the side. Is so, it just a flail? People are saying it's a flail. I mean, flails come in very many different versions. The so, warpath. His, his base weapon is a flail, right? When you get warpath stacks, your both arms glow orange. Uh, I'm gonna say for the item itself, it looks cool. Mm -hmm. The effect is super garbage, like super fucking garbage, like a two out of ten garbage. Uh, pretty subtle. I'm going to give this a 6 as well, actually. Just the fact that it's a rare yeah, this and the is effect rare. is so bad, I have to give it a 6, I think. I guess there's one thing you didn't mention, which is when he gets hit in the back with Bristleback, he, there's like smoke oh, coming I didn't, out. I literally didn't notice that. Okay. The steampunk theme again, or whatever you want to call this. Why didn't uh, they... Mention he that also, in the he text. has an immortal. He has an immortal from a previous year, right? Where he has something on the back that's also related to this. The yes. steam that one's cool. pumps. Yeah, they probably yeah. look really so good this together. One, yeah, this fits with that for sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of with you. I feel like, honestly, for me, the only set so far in the treasure that's worse than this is the Meepo one, and this is the rare. I like the other four ones more. So I said super garbage because again, the effect itself is a two out of ten. But mm -hmm. the items themselves are like really cool, like eight point five or something. So I'm gonna arbitrarily just make it a six out of ten. All right, next is the golden version of the TA one. I just actually haven't seen the effect yet, so I'm gonna show it. Uh, but the hair actually doesn't have much gradient. It's kind of white into gold, but very similar color. And then the trap mm -hmm. itself is actually just pure gold. I think yeah. in terms of just like how good it looks, 
the non-gold is better, which is the case for a lot of non-golds, I think. Yeah, people are still going to use the gold one because it's gold and exclusive, right? But yeah, the the especially the trap. I think the hair is kind of a tie for me between the two, but I think the trap is, you know, the lotus color is just so iconic for this hero. I mean, you so. can mix and match now, right? That's the cool thing about it. Oh, you can use the golden hair with the purple effect. Yeah. On the ground. Oh, or vice right. versa. I think some of these items weren't updated for that yet, but they probably will be fixed if they aren't. So. All right, then Centaur gets a golden version for himself, which... Oh, I like uh, this one in gold, though. Do you now? Yeah, that looks nice. All right, still a raven. That doesn't yeah, change I, to I a flying hippo or anything, which would have been cool. I liked it on the item itself. On the effects, don't really mind so much, but I think the item looks cool in gold. There's something about like this ornamental piece, you know, this like golden details on the horn that look really, really nice. Yeah, that's cool. And right. it also looks great with the pipe thing that you called it or whatever the the end of it, where it's gold together with crimson, which I always think the is the horn really good. of the alpha. Cinder, it's such a good right. color combination. Gold and red, Shannon, always look amazing together. So very nice. It's not really red. This one bumps the item up for me. What did I give it originally? Eight and a half. <clears throat> Yeah, I think the golden one is nine or nine and a half. Okay, and then the Very final nice. item, which is the extremely, extremely monkey Gaben rare, I think they call it, is the strings of Suradin bundle with custom sharpshooter effect and taunt for Hoodwink. Is that Suradin? Is that an instrument? Is it, I sound like an uh, idiot. I don't think so. I think it's lower what, thing. What is this instrument called? It's a violin. It's not a violin. Isn't it? No. I mean, it's, it's oh, a string. Wait. No, no, no. It's a Hang string on. instrument, but. Uh, it's. Um, sorry. Um, chat is. Uh, is it a cello? I don't, that's not a cello. Uh, it's not a cello. It's similar. It's a. It looks the most. No, so. So the way the strings are attached, right? Is in a violin way, not in a guitar way. You know what I mean? People are saying lute, mandolin. Yeah, I is think it a mandolin? I think, it's a man I think it's a mandolin. Okay. So that this comes correct. in two colors. I'm not sure. I, I don't yeah, know if you, I don't know what the, are you allowed to just use either one? One of them is green, one of them is pink. But from what I can tell, is this just the weapon? It says uh, it's a bundle, but it looks like just a weapon to me. I guess it's because it's a weapon and a taunt, and that makes it a bundle. Oh, right? okay. So to describe it for people, uh, she has this weaponized mandolin. Looks really cool. Uh, and the string of the instrument is the bow of your... I was going to say bow and arrow, but it's more of a... Uh, God, we're really bad at this. What is the weapon... <laughs> what is the weapon the Drow Arcana has? What is that called? You know, it's... Crossbow? Yeah. An arbalist? Crossbow, yeah. Very simple... Very simple uh, weapon I couldn't think of. This is what happens when you get old. Uh, but the coolest thing about this is the taunt, and in addition to using the ult from Hoodwink, creates these little notes that spiral. This is yeah. the coolest effect that I remember from an immortal item. This, to me, is... Again, it's not like the whole set or anything like that. This is like a 10 out of 10. This looks so fucking sick. And of course, it I is shan, But here's my rare. question. How does she shoot the acorns? Who gives a shit? She can 
She can shit them out of her anus for all I care. That doesn't really matter to me. This thing looks fucking cool. It's really cool. I love the I love the way the ult flies, where it makes like a wave in the notes as it is flying out. Yeah. Um. Really. It nice. looks really nice in all the. Yeah. This is this is really really good. Um. I think in the past, my favorite immortal from TI Chess was the Ember one. Um. The ultra rare Ember. Ember. This is definitely up there. I, don't know. I mean, this honestly might just be a 10, right? It's really, really cool. And remember the prestige item I was talking about that came out with Hoodwink originally. If I remember correctly, it matches this one quite well. Uh, so together, it'll probably look yeah. really good. Yeah, I think the blue one probably, right? Yeah, the blue one. Exactly. I don't yeah. know the difference between the two of these, though. Like, is this something you have to unlock or doesn't really say That's anything. a good question. Okay, so... With that, let us go on to the very important and long-awaited SAP segment. Oh, didn't oh, you want to do the? Didn't you want to do the emblem? Are you not going for that one? What is emblem? Oh, the last item. All right, I'm gonna go back here. Rare. Here we go. The cosmically rare emblem. It has it's three spinning Earth orbs. Well, it looks like lava rocks more like it yeah true lava rocks. and she leaves a lava trail trail actually looks pretty yep. nice of course nobody's going to be getting i'm this. sure you guys are going to get this good I mean, luck arteezy's going to get it can i make a plea to the community can you guys not get these like twenty thousand dollar items and just gift them to literal fucking millionaires are you guys stupid they're fucking millionaires they can buy it jesus christ subscribing to xqc on twitch jesus christ the millionaires all right, this is why we're not millionaires, because we have to cover these items that we will never get. <laughs> if you, hey, if somebody gifted this to me, you know what I would do? I would fucking sell this for millions of dollars. Okay, uh, let's go on to our S for the gift. <laughs> <laughs> SAP segment. Uh, let me just open up my notes here. SAP. Playing Dota 2 requires skills in multitasking, pattern recognition, strategizing, leadership, and social skills. SAP is looking for exactly those skill sets in various areas like development and technology, sales, and consulting. Put your stamp on SAP's market-leading portfolio used by 94% of the world's 500 largest companies and bring your skills to work with the latest technologies. Join a dynamic and diverse group of people and develop your career. Check out SAP's open positions at jobs.sap.com or by clicking the link in the description of the video. Uh, all right, so, Cinderin, I'll let you go first this time. How about that? Again, all right. Wait, again? Okay, I'll go first. Yeah, then. it's fine. No, I was first last. I mean, you've been first most times, I think, so it's fine. Okay. Okay, my question for you Wait, today is... what's the score? Uh, you're up three and two still. I don't think it changed. It we're has, both wrong last it week. It hasn't changed in weeks. Okay, go ahead. We're back to the norm now, where we're wrong every time. Okay. Which of the following heroes is not top 10 average last hits per match? So not in the top 10. Is that A, Naga wait, Siren? Wait, patch? Okay. What patch? Uh, history. All time? Like, okay. Yeah, it's like 7... I think it's the 7.07 .07 and onwards. So it's and when you're years. saying like total last hits or total per game? Average last hits per match. Per match, okay. Yeah. Not Which is top not ten. top 10 of the following. A, Naga Siren. B, Shadow Fiend. C, Luna. 
or D Sven? Well, that's hard. That's actually shocking that one of these four is not in the top 10. Okay. You said Naga, Sven, Shadow Fiend, and Luna. Shadow Fiend and Luna. Okay. You can be a noob and still last hit with Luna. Easy. I pro that's probably the correct answer. Maybe I should go these against are, all my inhibition here. These are ticketed games, right? Yes. Yeah, so they're not no going to be. That's true. Damn it. Right. I'm or, still well, getting I, I don't know, like maybe some games are ticketed from like lower division leagues or whatever. All right, so it has, has to be but... heroes that lose early. I'm going to say Naga. I'm going to go against all all my instinct and say Naga. That is incorrect. Would you like a second guess? It was Luna, wasn't it? No. If you were like a third guess. <laughs> Shadow Fiend or Sven? Uh, Sven. Correct. Third try. Not bad. Should out of have four. picked the stupid melee pile of garbage. So Naga is number eight. Shadow Fiend is number nine. And Luna is number six. Sven is number 12. Wow. So none of these are even top five. Who's one? Arc Warden? I think I don't have it open right now. I can find it. Give me a second. I'll find it while you ask me your question, then I'll tell you. All right, my question. Remember last week I asked in the two most recent patches, I'm switching it up here, I asked who had the lowest win rate percentage when no AGS was purchased. Now I'm asking in the last two patches, who has the highest win rate when no AGS is purchased? Primal Beast and Marcy okay. not included in this. Okay. Okay. We got Puck, Venomancer, Dazzle, Beastmaster. So Puck... What the fuck is Puck? Uh, is that the waning rift thing? Where you? It, w this is the shard, right? Only shard. No, no, no. This is Ags. Oh, it's Scepter. Yeah, well, I can't remember what Puck does. I'm not going to lie. They've changed it ten times. Yeah, so the Puck Ags is the one with uh, waning rift. Yep, just like I said. Veno is the damage increase and cooldown reduction. Yep. Uh, Dazzle is the juju. Bad juju. And Beastmaster. Good juju. Good juju. <laughs> And Beastmaster it's called. It's called is the no, I know. Well, I, it was a fifty-fifty on one of them. Yeah. Is the cooldown? Is a no cooldown on axes? This does not include like the slom. That was changed, right? Because yeah, wasn't it? Obviously, that just happened, so that's not going to have any data. So, who has the highest win rate when they do not purchase ags? Puck, Veno, Dazzle, Beastmaster. So that's just which of these heroes generally has the highest win rate because none of them buys ags. Well, Puck used to. Beast did sometimes. Well, when did you not buy it? I'm going to say Dazzle. Incorrect. Shit. Puck, 52%. Venno, 53%. Dazzle, 54.5%. Beastmaster, 58.59%. That's that high win rate. This time I didn't go 1, 2, 3, 4. I picked. Actually, I should have maybe just looked at the distribution here. I tried to. When is this? When is this since? Last two patches. Oh, last two patches. Okay, yeah. Then I should have definitely guessed Beastmaster. I had a very high pub win rate. Get fucked. Okay. Yeah, that was dumb. Okay, we're both wrong. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So last week's question for the community uh, was: How many unique combinations of ten heroes have been played in ticketed games? This was out of 129,769. The correct answer was 129,216. So not very many. 
99.5% are unique 10 hero combinations. Isn't that crazy? That's actually crazy. It makes sense. They had one 10 hero combination happen four times, uh, which was, I don't know if people care about this, but Phantom Lancer, Puck, Viper, Enchantress, Brew, Io, Troll, Tusk, or Spirit, Winter Wyvern. That happened four <laughs> times. Then 15 times, there was a combination, or sorry, 15 hero combinations happened three times. And then the rest, so the other 537 hero combinations happen in two games. Uh, happened two times. Pretty fucking crazy. So I was correct because I guessed 129,000. You guessed 115,000, 120,000, and 125,000. And immediately after 125, I was like, this is also <laughs> terrible, but I can't change it again. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Shout out to our closest person who's only 58 off from the community, Arno Van Denberg. Who guessed 129,274. Very close. Nicely Pretty done. Pretty good. That's right. a good guess. And for next week, uh, this is actually the end of the first half of our SAP segment. So we're going to take a couple week break. But be sure to enter any additional stat questions you have. And then when we resume the sponsorship in a few weeks, uh, we will get your answer. So type in hashtag. questions specifically about TI except TI1. That That's is right. what they're looking for. Not TI1. So TI-related questions. And make sure to type it in... It could be anything for TI. Hashtag SAP Esports so that we can actually uh, easily find your questions. All right. I think they only do stats on Dota, though, so not like who wore the most different colored suits or something, because they're not going to find that for you. But they will find Dota-related things from TI. So You could yeah. ask who had the coolest tie at last TI. That's true. That's, They'd say me. Yeah, that's not stats. That's just... That's just factual information. Oh, you wanted the answer for the top 10 last hit thingies that I found. Oh, yes. So please. the top five average last hits are number one is Medusa. Number two is Terrorblade. Number three is Antimage. Number four is Arc Warden. And number five is PL. Those hmm. are the five with the highest average last hits per game. God, how is Luna not on there? That's so Luna's crazy. Luna's number six. Still. Surprise Terrorblade's up there. PA is 7th, Naga is 8th, and SF is ninth. and the 10th, honestly the 10th one is the biggest surprise for me, that's Meepo. Mm. He just gets that much farm, even though his games on average don't go that late. I would have picked Meepo top 5. Huh. Not played that often, but per game, last hits? Yeah, the thing is his games generally end pretty quickly a lot of the time, right? Mm. Some Meepo games are stomps. And That's true. sometimes it just gets fucked, right? Wait, so. Alchemist isn't top 10 either? No. Huh. Alchemist 18th. All right, I know nothing about Dota. All right, let's resume Same. the Battle Pass talks. Immortals 2 will yes. come out in part two. Very good. Yeah, not much to say there. Uh, we can see these blue icons that are signifying the Immortals. Okay, new custom towers, the Stone Claw Scavengers. This is easy to describe. They're fucking crabs. Or lobsters. And they're lobbing... What is that? Some sort of... It's a... Uh, I forget the name of it. It's a underwater thing. I think yeah. Valve forgot that this wasn't the Dark Rift theme. And I think it's because they survive in like harsh temperatures and lava. I don't know. Barnacles, yeah. somebody's saying. That sounds right. Uh, these are the worst towers by far. Uh, I would rather use default towers than these fucking crabs, personally. They make no sense to me. They look creepy. Not interesting. They could have done... 
And this is the thing that disappoints me more than anything is you have all these inspirations from Dota 1 with the Razor set, with Void. Where are the Dota 1 towers, man? Like, what the fuck? You had a tree oh, this... throwing rocks and you had the Scourge generic thing, but it had a cool, wavy, like, attack particle. Like, where are these buildings? Instead, you make fucking crabs. I was going to say that this is the tower that reminds me the most of Dota 1 because of the animation. It's throwing the rocks just like the trees were doing on Radiant or on Sentinel, right? Well, you can say but that for a lot of the towers, though. Which other towers throw them like this? Oh, okay. The the actual animation. The animation is like the trees of Dota that's, 1, right? That's that's fair. But they're but fucking yeah, that's crabs. That's the only kind of... <laughs> yeah, I, I would have rather... Ugh. I guess... I guess you could have also, if you made it into some sort of trees, it could have also looked really cool and dire, I think. Like, this is just a blue crab, red crab. Um, <laughs> they're, I guess they are different, too. They are different, but yeah, All I'm right. not a fan either. I, I think this okay. is my least favorite tower. I too. am weird. I don't know how many people are like me. There's two things, believe it or not, that I look forward to the most mm -hmm. for battle passes. It's terrain and towers. Exactly correct. These towers make me want to die. Oh, that didn't take much. And there's no terrain. Spoiler. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck, man? Okay, we're moving on. These towers disgust me. <clears throat> uh, there's custom wards that are... I guess it's like the bottom of... what? Like a lava... It's almost like a clay... I don't know. <laughs> I know what this is. It's kind of hard to explain. It's like you put, you take the eye of the ward and then it has some sort of hairstyle over it and a beard <laughs> under it. It looks like a 70-year-old that went to a hair salon to be woke or something. I don't know. These are pretty weird. Oh, this one's um, wearing a little robe. It's almost like a wizarding costume. Very nice. Fashionable. It is actually just like little goblins that have an eye instead of a face, right? I mean... I. Um, I, I, I'm not angry about this one. This one is whatever. It's just a word. Yeah. Uh, evolving courier are pouches. Meat pouches. A clever critter eager to see your items safely delivered amidst even the deadliest phrase. Don't let his diminutive size deceive you. What he lacks in backpack capacity, he more than makes up with the help of his monster cheeks. Pouches also has six additional style unlocks featuring custom effects. This thing looks super cute. It's an obese chipmunk. Is it a chip? What is it? We're asking very. Chipmunk. Is it actually a chipmunk? I don't know. Now it is. Even if it isn't, it is an obese chipmunk. I'm not going to lie. At first, I thought it was a gerbil. <laughs> I, I have a hard time. All right. People are saying it's a hamster. I'll take it. Is it a ham? Okay. I was close then. It's an then. obese hamster. Okay. I said gerbil. Hamster's close. And when it. Guinea pig, like, maybe. Okay. Imagine natural evolution, right? Where we have these like cool animals in the real world. What what would make a hamster evolve into getting obese and growing wings? Like, what's what's the point? <clears throat> well, you need wings to get around, but then you become obese. But you got to be get obese the wings, first. They can't fucking carry it, dude. No, you get There's fat no first, and then you have to grow wings in order to move because you're too lazy to move your legs. There's no way this gets off the ground. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna bring yeah, up some random fact. Right. I used to have a guinea pig before it died. Cinderin. I love that guinea pig. His name was Cheeseball. Did it ball. have wings? Did not have wings, but it did have 
enlarged testicles to the point that I would look at them all day long as a kid and wonder okay. if my testicles would ever grow to that size. They were literal adult-sized testicles on a guinea pig. All right, so I was just what talking about fuck? natural evolution, right? Um, yeah, what are you going to do? With, he can't... He, a guinea pig is trying to walk around. Like the, the fucking testicles are weighing him down like an anchor. Like, imagine just trying to waddle away. What is the evolutionary trait that is gained by having such huge testicles? Who's going to want to bang you? Wings so the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love that cheese ball. Big ball cheese ball is what I used to call them. Uh, all right, anyway, moving on. Sir, move on. <laughs> this is a manscaped segue. <laughs> True. If only I'd known about Manscaped back then, I could have oh, saved my good. poor cheese ball from his elephantitis testicles. All right, so uh, we got a bunch of taunts in the game and a lot of taunts not in the game because <laughs> half the battle pass is coming soon. That is another yeah. thing we'll talk about later. Okay, so let's go in order. So at level four, you get a Bloodseeker. Uh, it's not going to have any of the sound effects, but Bloodseeker taunt. It's like an ice skating thing. Very is cool. wordplay? Am I stupid? What? Blades of Glory? Yeah. Blades of Glory is Isn't an ice skating. Blaze of Glory when you like. Yes, Blaze of Glory is a And then saying, they called it Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory is an ice skating thing, though, I'm pretty sure. Blades of Glory. Oh, I'm, I can only think of Blaze of Glory. Google that. I'm pretty sure it's a movie. Blaze of Glory. It's a song by bon- John uh, keep going. Bon Jovi. Yeah, keep going. Blades of Glory. It's a movie. Yeah, that's why you don't know it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. it has six point three out of ten. Not bad. This one is extremely good. Extremely good taunt. So uh, it's a reference to that movie. Is that a dance move they do in that movie? I couldn't tell you. You know this. You watch movies. I can't stop thinking about my guinea pig's testicles. We need to continue on here, Cinder. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there's that level four taunt for Bloodseeker where he yep. skates on his blades. Then Sanking has a 65 one where he's bouncing on his tail. Well, it, let's not get ahead of ourselves here, Cinderin. So again, the music yeah. for the Bloodseeker one is like an ice skating type thing. I don't know how to describe it. I'm trying based on memory. This one for Sanking is very obvious. Uh, Darude Sandstorm reference with the sound effect s- sounding similar to that song. Uh, but yeah, he's bouncing on his tail, going upside down, kind of. Uh, pretty solid taunt as well, I think. Yep. Tidehunter gets another taunt. The Melon Massacre at level 145. He plops on the ground like uh, like on his belly, belly flops, and a bunch of watermelons pop up and get cut in half. Dude, I want that move in real life. Imagine you could just body slam the ground and then have watermelon. That'd be so nice. That sounds you don't like, like watermelon, do you? I do not know. Actually, I had somebody watermelon. somebody was so disgusted I don't like watermelon. Then I was like, you know what? I actually have not had watermelon in probably like 10 to 12 years. So maybe my taste has changed. Then I had some and I'm like, I still hate watermelon. So I can update you on that little You're a character. Fact. Sorry about that. Uh, this taunt okay. is great. Tidehunter now has two of the best taunts in the game. Mm-hmm. Then we have Chen. Yes. Joyless pleasure. He, his mount stands on its back feet and then <laughs> it swings its arms like this and Chen swings his staff in the air and it glows. Rainbow colors. Yeah. Um, great. I feel like the way this animal is dancing is reminding me of black and white. 
Oh, you're think, right. The hands, the arms. I think I think you could make your creature in black and white do something like yeah, that as be, well. Before you beat the shit out of them. That's all yeah. I did. Yeah. You're, you're I told, a good uh, I told good my friends I'd be spanking the monkey. Little did they know I literally meant spanking the monkey in black and white. Uh, <laughs> I had no life back then. All right, and then the final taunt that we get to have right now is the Dapper Duo at level 429. And it's by far the best taunt ever created. It is Abaddon. I don't even know how to describe this. <laughs> it's so good. He, he jumps off his horse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go ahead. You try to explain this. He jumps off his horse in a somersault, lands in front of his horse, his horse now on his hind leg, similar to the Chen one, except now they are both clapping together in unison and moving forward. And then he flips back in a backward somersault double flip onto the back this is an s tier taunt this creates a new genre the genre a new class of raiding taunts because it's just so much better than everything only problem is level 429 <laughs> that's just so stupid <laughs> oh shit, my though. god <laughs> why does the horse clap <laughs> <laughs> Man, whoever this, made this, this taunt, character, man. This character is like one of the darkest characters in the game. Because he's literally <laughs> fucking... He's like a death knight on a horse. And he just jumps off and he just starts clapping with his horse. It's so bizarre. It's so good. Oh my god. Alright. And then in part two, we're going to get an E.T. taunt, a Primal Beast taunt, an Underlord taunt, a Darkseer taunt, and an O.D. taunt. The O.D. one being the highest level taunt of them all at 531. Mm. Um, mm. Nothing is... in. Apart from that, they're coming. We have no idea what they are. That is correct. Uh, we don't really need to talk about the spray paints. There's a bunch of new spray paints in the game. Uh, I don't know. Did you want to talk about any of these? Oh, there's a shopkeeper one. That's good to see. Yeah. So the shopkeeper one is a Zelda reference. That one's kind of cool. Did not um, know that. Good. It's the, um, yeah, that, that one's great. If you want to show that. It's basically the shopkeeper holding up his hand like this. It's like, you know. If you've watched enough YouTube poop, you would know what this is. Um, then we have at level 380, we have Tiny Airlines, which is a reference to EG versus LGD. No, L EG versus OG, a TI-8, I think it was. Uh, it is a tiny throwing a gyrocopter and saying fly, which is effectively a double callback because, first of all, it's tiny throwing gyro, which is what Sumail did to Artesia TI. And he says fly, which was the captain of their team. So that's pretty clever. Yep, good um, shit. Yeah, I like this. This is just a very. I just wish one. spray paints mattered in Dota. That's the only thing I'm sad about. And I think I thought of a way to fix them, and I can't remember what it was. Do you remember my genius? I'm before my time in everything I do. No. Hold on. I'm thinking. So right now, you click spray paint, and it goes on top of your hero in the direction you're facing, right? Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yeah, it just goes on the ground. In my opinion, that is the reason that sprays suck. So what should they do instead? You click and you select where you want to put it. Ah, uh, okay. And you don't have to turn around if you're doing it behind you or something like that. Mm-hmm. So just a single target thing. Because it's really annoying to get it in a, in a good spot. I mean, I don't know if that's right. enough, honestly, to make them good. I don't know why they're so much shittier than, like, CS and whatnot, but anywho, 
Moving on. Mm. All right, so we got a bunch of new consumables. A lot of these are brand new. So we got the donkey balloons, which are these big fatty thingies that go into the air. We've had this before. You can interact with them around. Yeah, bounce them around between each other. We've had this before. This one is based on the donkey couriers. And the other ones, I think, are all new, right? We have blowing bubbles, which just leaves a trail of bubbles where you go. I did this on Spirit Breaker. It was interesting. <laughs> I hope that it doesn't That's go through funny. fog because that would really ruin it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then this one's interesting. Dueling glove. So you select it and you select an ally or an enemy. It smacks them in the face with a gauntlet and it gives them a literal pop-up of accept or deny <laughs> of the duel. And then that's it pretty much, right? What Unless, happens when you pl- press yes? I pressed nothing, yes right? and then nothing happened in the game, but it was yeah. but it was the ally was doing it every time, not the enemy. It says challenge your enemies in the honorable way by smacking them about the face with an empty gauntlet to request a fight to the death. Don't dare taint your eventual victory by following by failing to follow the basic rules of murder etiquette. So it looks like if you are able to kill somebody, it gives like a thumbs up. Uh, and then the initial asking of a duel will smack them in the head. And if they both accept, it's like a thumbs up kind of thing. Pretty it's kind of fun. It it reminds me of taunting in Pawn, except not as good. This could be something that they're going to do later, though, is taunting from Han. This could be like the experiment. Yeah. You know, they've done that a lot. So mm-hmm. that would be interesting. And then the last thing is the conga line. So somebody activates the conga line. You have a disco ball with a rainbow effect coming out of it. And anybody that follows you enters the conga line. And you have these cool little like animations of... It's the basic it's, flail animation of the game, right? Yeah, the flail animation with flailing. the little golden particles that come up every few seconds. This Kinda is what cool. your hero does when it's in black hole, right? Yeah, that's right. So you're just flailing oh, around. I think that's, that's fun. So fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, bunch of new emotes, uh, chat yeah, wheel sounds. Uh, it's we funny. Have a sound. We we have a sound of <laughs> we have a sound effect in the game that I had to tell Cinderin about because he did not recognize that it was us. Uh, but there's the English sound pack. I'm not going to click this because I'm not sure how loud it gets. Mm-hmm. Actually, fuck it. I'm going to try it. Fight! 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 How loud was that, guys? How loud was that? Oh boy. It looked pretty loud. Okay, we'll try it again. His this brain is fine. so big. I love doing it so much. Oh my god! That one. That was us. <laughs> the oh my god line. Cinderin originally listened to all of them, and that's the one he was like, I don't know who that is. But good job, Cinder. Very I memorable. Know what, do you remember which, which moment this was? Was this when Yotaro on Sven? No. Or was it on Morph against uh, IG? I feel like it was Not a tiny sure. game. I could be horribly wrong. Was it? No, I, I might be wrong on that. It was like an insta-gib. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, actually. When K1 one-shot Lion with Wraith King, two dads are saying in chat. Wraith King one-shot? Tr- okay. That actually sounds true, yeah. It's okay. a one-shot. <clears throat> Thanks yeah. for remembering stuff that we do, guys. Really appreciate that. Wonderful. Uh, but uh, something we didn't mention is they have caster packs and a lot of voice stuff for other languages, which they've had Russian, Chinese, and English before. Now they have Spanish and Portuguese on top of that, which is really cool. Yep. Uh, there's a new music pack, which 
was created by award-winning film, television, and game composer Gary Scheiman. 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 Yeah. Uh, I listened to a bit I'm of it, look up what means. and it uh, was quite good. I didn't listen to enough. It has a good... Uh, I like the respawn time. A lot of times I have the the music packs off during the game, but the respawn timer is like the most important thing because if you're alt-tabbed or something, it needs Some to be noticeable, not, needs the, to not be annoying because you die a lot. He has made you. music for a lot of video games, but the video games that most people would probably have heard of that he's made music for are Bioshock, <clears throat> Bioshock Infinite, Bioshock Infinite Burial at Sea, Bioshock 2, uh, Guild Wars 2, and... I think those are the biggest names, I think. So if you know any of the music from those games and you like it, then there's a good chance you'll like the style of this. Moving on, we got the River Vials back. As uh, usual. Aegis of Champions for, is that level 1,000? Yep. Yep. <clears throat> and rank double down tokens, custom HUD, loading screens, enhanced. We got like, everything's lava theme, so high fives. Mm-hmm bunch of item effects that we obviously are not going to go over. Everything's kind of reddish, orangish hue. Um, there are a few uh, chests in the game along with the Immortals. Some, one of them is the Aegis or Ageless Heirlooms, which is like older hmm. sets. And then there's Trust of the Benefactor. I'm pretty sure this is the right one. Uh, and then that. there's the Battle Pass Collection as well. So yeah, we get less immortals this time, but we get other chests during leveling up the battle pass, is what I'm seeing here. And one of the items, I can't remember which one it's in, actually. One of these chests, there's a Mars, there's actually two Mars set, but one of them is ours. Go to cinema, that is. Which is the, remember the shield from Mars that had like a lion face? Yep. Uh, Very cool. And it's a very rare, and I got that for free, because it's a self-made cinder, and so for once, I I got an ultra rare. I Very thought a fan cool. gifted it to you and then you went and sold it on the market. If only I could sell that. If I could sell <laughs> my self-mades, get yeah, a lot of money. That'd be really valuable. Oh, yeah. All right. New and returning features. So we have stickers. This has never been done, right? This is yep, new. This is completely new. Commemorate the players, teams, and talent from the international and create your own eternal record of the tournament with all new Dota stickers. Unpack your first stickers at level one on your rewards line and purchase more sticker capsules to collect all your favorites. Stickers last forever and are available to everyone, not just Battle Pass owners. 50% of all capsule sales go directly to the pros you support. Not the talent, though, apparently. Arriving soon, so stay tuned. I'm assuming it's also for the talent. (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty funny, though. Oh, yeah, there's the talent ones. So (laughs) is this... We're going to continue on with more stuff. Does this by itself make any sense to you? Because I have no idea what this is. I think this is basically like, you know, yeah, it's like a, it's a collectible, just like a regular sticker album, right? And you collect all of the players from the different years or whatever. I think this is just going to be a recurring thing in future years. And then people will try to get the full album, right? In the graphic, they have three different sections, let's call them. One is gold, hollow, and glitter. Are these like rarities? Is that what that means? I would imagine there's like different rarities. So similar to when you play fantasy and you can get gold cards and silver cards and bronze cards and basic cards. This is probably similar to that. This obviously, I'm assuming this can't be used in anything like fantasy or whatever, but you know, some people are going to 
care about having a fully golden collection or some people want the hollow stickers or whatever it is. Uh, it's, it's kind of no different than a physical sticker collection, just that you obviously have it digitally instead. And if okay. you want to collect this for the game, then it's something that I think some people will actually really enjoy collecting this stuff and having these like memories of the different teams that played at TI or the different talent that used to work uh, the different events and stuff. So Okay. Uh, also that's, coming that's what soon, I think it is anyway. Player caster and team sticker capsules. Didn't I just read that? How is this different? Okay, well, that thing is coming soon. Coming also mm -hmm. soon is True Sight Week. Prepare for the September 24th premiere. Is this the first time they listed the dates? I think so. I think so, yeah. September 24th premiere of an all-new True Sight by spending a week with updated versions of the previous episodes, featuring all-new pop-up facts on things you might have missed. Cap it all off with a live stream taking behind the scenes of Team Spirit's epic coronation at the International last year in Bucharest. That's pretty cool. This is like almost yep. like a watch party type thing. I, I wish they would do more stuff like this throughout the year. This is cool. Not much to talk and about, I think it's but. a really good idea to because I think a lot of the people that watch this now are maybe a little bit out of touch with you know the history and stuff so having like better explanations on the old ones like imagine you haven't really watched Dota or the previous years of TI I think there's a lot of like details and intricacies you would miss so having an updated version that explains that sounds really nice for newer players yep it's cool uh, supporters club and fantasies coming back yep and we have new tipping, enhanced tipping. Whether you're tipping to celebrate shared Trump, I don't know why I'm reading this. Uh, level 200 and level 615 will basically upgrade your tipping system. So one of them is like a silver, almost looks like a bill of some kind. Uh, and then the golden one is the obviously the 615. And they make different sound effects, I think, for each, if I'm not mistaken. Could be wrong on that. I believe I saw that, though. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, more BM I think is good for the game. I'm yeah, not even I'm not even memeing. I think it's good for the game. You disagree? Uh, let me let me I, ask I you this. When okay. this first came out, tipping, mm -hmm. do you remember if you were a fan or not? I probably wasn't. Correct. And I don't remember either, but I'm just assuming because you're that type you of person. Were. Now, what do you think of tipping? I think what I said back then was I like this for tipping your teammates, but people are going to use it offensively, which is obviously the truth. Yes. Um, I think it's honestly, this feature is fun some of the time, but it's still majority bad offensively, honestly. Like people just use it to tilt or for shitty moments. There's, I have tipped opponents in funny moments, you know, like, and this is not to put myself on a high horse or something. I'm like, oh, I'm never toxic. I'm such a good person or whatever, but. I feel like people just throw these tips around also in pro games just to, you know, try to get to people or tilt them or whatever, which I understand that's part of the game. But yes, my concern in general is that certain things being enhanced over time is contributing to a more negative, like overall game environment where people are more toxic. I'm not saying it's the tips fault. That's Cinder not my end. point. But the more the game celebrates people taunting and being offensive to the enemy team, I wouldn't mind any of this if we had good moderation where people, you know, get banned or punished for doing actually egregious shit in the games, but that's not really doing very well right now. Um, I don't know if you see where I'm going with this. I don't Thunder hate in. this, okay? Can you I don't please hate yeah. 
Can you please get off your high horse, do a double somersault to dance with the horse, and then do a double, double somersault back onto the horse after enjoying the company of your said horse, and just be okay with this, okay? Tipping is okay, great. Let me, okay, let me try to ask you a question about this. Do you think added more taunts, added more tipping, added more negative stuff that you could say to the opposing team or whatever over time has contributed to a more positive or a more negative environment or neither? Do you think neither. it has made zero difference? I think it's made okay. zero difference, yes. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it has probably made some difference, but honestly, for me, the vast majority of the problem is the poor moderation of griefing in the game. Yes, and of course. I'm, what I'm kind of thinking is, okay, hear me out here. So have you played in a game where people tip someone in the enemy team and he buys back and destroys his items? Have I taken part in yeah. a game like that? No. Yeah. You have never seen someone buy back immediately after getting triple tipped and then break their items. I haven't had a You've lot of games where that. people break their items, okay. no. Right. Okay. Actually. I mean, fair enough. I, it's, it's a small thing. I don't want to make too big of a deal out of it, and now I kind of have by talking about it so much. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the biggest problem is definitely the the poor moderation, but I, I, this is one of those systems to me that is inherently really fun when used well, but I think a lot of people just use it in a really boring and uninteresting way and just poorly. But I do like tipping as a concept. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. Yes, that makes sense. Let's move on. Good job. Weekly quests are back. Cavern crawl is back and they have sets for Sladar, Yogurnut, and Maiden of Crystals. And then the last part, I believe, is the Battle Pass Part 2, which we kind of went over a lot of the stuff that was coming soon, which is literally half the Battle Pass. In addition to a classic game mode that you may have heard called Dire Tide with a frigid new twist. Is there a point in reading this blurb? No. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess there's not much to talk about because we haven't seen it. I think... I feel... I know that you're going to agree with me on this one. I think Diretide is one of their worst modes. If you don't yeah. count Nemesis and the Primal, not Primal, the Year Beast, if you don't count those two, Diretide might be the worst mode they've come out with. So yeah, just but it's the, the biggest meme, so you have to do it for the community, right? I feel like they're going to make it good, though. Maybe. Because there's going to be a new twist, so hopefully that somehow mm. makes it good. Uh, but What are the best modes in order? I don't For me, it's probably Siltbreaker, and then... Um, Agnes Labyrinth, by far my favorite. Both of them. And then, Ag's Lab was definitely good, too. I mean, Siltbreaker um, isn't then, my style, as you know, so right. I'm biased on so, that So, Siltbreaker, Ag's Lab, and then they had the... The defense What was ones. the one called? The Tower Defense. Yeah, there's like two or three of them. They're all really uh, good. What was that called? Win it's like a winter dark, something? Dark Moon something. What was the... It's not coming to mind. Doesn't I think the first matter. one was like winter themed. Yeah. Oh yeah, add mutation mode. That's true. Mutation mode is also one of the worst of all time. Yeah. That's uh, my shirt. Thank you, oh. Shannon. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what is that shirt? Mutation mode. <laughs> what is that? It came out at TI. They had, they had the mutation mode there, and then they had some merch for it. Your that kid, that's actually Dota 2 merch? All right, I mean, stand it's up. Not per, stand I don't up. think it's per, I don't think it's purchasable. I don't. It's not what I meant. Oh, it just says mutation mode. Right? Oh my god! 
Mutation mode, all-star, TI-8. It was the TI-8 all-star mode. That's uh, what it was. That's, that's right. That's a cool shirt. I'm actually kind of jealous. All right, moving on. Uh, exchange candy for rewards at Candy Works and Treasure Emporium. You know what this means. Our trusted friends Sithel and Court, a.k.a. the side shop men, are cagey about the details, but one thing is crystal clear. They need serious amounts of candy and are pawning off every piece of treasure in their stash to get it. All you need to do now is hunt down some tempting treats to entice them. Is this also part of... This is part of part two. I think so, this is connected with Dire Tide, right? So we don't know anything about that. You're going to get candy from winning or something, and then you can turn it in for something. Yeah. Okay. So that is it. That is the battle pass, which yep. is means that we're going to review it now, which I think I've spoiled mm -hmm. my review. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Because I know you, you probably have some unique opinions, and mine are not. Uh. So to sum up the battle pass, there's less Arcanas than again. We're comparing this to TI, the TI nine or TI, yeah, TI 10, right? ten battle pass. Yeah, but that was like the year before TI ten actually happened, right? That's why I'm getting mm -hmm. semi confused. So one less Arcana, one less Persona. There's no terrain. The towers are atrocious, in my opinion. Less Immortal chests, one less. Uh. This is all going to lead to less money to the prize pool, for sure, which we'll talk about. That's probably the last thing we'll talk about. Uh, I think most of the stuff that, I guess it depends on who you are, but a lot of the stuff is the second part of the battle pass, which comes after TI, uh, which we don't know for sure, but we're assuming will not contribute to anything other than Valve's pockets. Second half also has Dire Tide, which just doesn't sound appealing at all. Uh, overall, this is pretty disappointing battle pass but i'm actually going to take a different stance mm -hmm. different argument and say maybe that's a good thing because okay. i think one thing that we found with ti battle passes in the past is there's this power creeping going on every mm -hmm. year you're trying to top the last year top the last year and it's gotten to a point where it's just fucking ridiculous 40 million dollars ridiculous I don't mind that the battle pass is not as good as TI-10 but I think the way they did it which means it's going to be less money going to TI and then the second half is not contributing to anything as far as we know that's the stuff I really hard dislike yes. so the way in which they did it I'm not a fan the concept of scaling it down I am more than fine with and yep, in terms of my go. personal opinion on the battle pass itself, on the stuff that I'm excited for, basically nothing. I'm being honest. I got the Centaur Immortal. That's all I really want. The Void Arcana is really good, in my opinion. And the... What was the other one? And the Abaddon Taunt. Both are extremely good, but they're not worth me spending $250 to get. Because there's not enough building up to that point. You know? So... yeah. Not, not, not And great. it's tricky. So here's the tricky part, right? Is that some of the stuff that might be really valuable and that you might really like <clears throat> that would build you up to it, you don't know how good it is until TI is over. Yes. Because we were talking about how the CM persona might be really cool, right? Like this might be one of the nicest thing in the battle pass potentially, but it's not going to be revealed anything about it until after. Unless Valve choose to do something like, let's say we're two weeks out of the end of TI and then they show what it's going to be, but they don't release it yet. 
so people get excited for it and buy it. Mm. Um, but depending on the perspective of what they're going to do with the money, it might be in their interest to not do that because if they do it after TI, if they pocket everything, then that's just more profit for them if people are only buying it for the hats. And <clears throat> so we've been talking about this in the past, how many people buy stuff in the battle pass to support the prize pool. I think that's way overestimated how much people buy the battle pass because they want to make the prize pool of TI bigger. They buy it because they think the stuff is cool. Yep. And then the support for the pro teams is a side thing. For most people, I would say. Like you care about what you get, not about what you give to the pros. So with that argument, you could have like any battle pass contribute nothing, um, which would obviously be terrible for TI. Um but yeah, I, I'm kind of in agreement with you on everything you said, honestly. Uh we have different things about this battle pass that are our favorites, but overall it has Unless the treasure stuff that I haven't looked at yet, the ones that you get for just leveling up, unless they have really cool sets, which I, they might have a couple, but I don't think the overall quality will be that of Immortals. I think this is probably a step down from the last Battle Pass, which was, in fairness, also really, really good, right? The TI-10 was the best ever. Um, but yeah, the prize pool dropping is fine. Uh, I just, again, hope it doesn't set this precedent where, okay, we make TI smaller and we don't make anything else bigger at all. because then. If I could choose behind having an enormous TI and everything else being dwarfed by it, or having a half as enormous TI and having everything else be the same as it is now, I mean, I'd rather have more money for the scene, right? Um, yep. But our hope was that the prize pool would be smaller this year, and then the carryover would be into the season. And it wouldn't have to amount to the same. Like, let's say the pro scene was worth 100 mil this year, and next year it's worth 70 or 80. But if the distribution was that TI had 30% of the year's prize pool instead of 75 I would welcome the loss overall in total prize pool because it would be a way better distribution for the scene, for longevity, for sponsorships, for the teams being sustainable. Right now, Dota's scene is so much about getting your lottery ticket to TI and doing well at TI. Uh, it just dwarfs everything else. Um, I think last year getting, what was it, 13th to 16th paid the same as winning a major this year, which is kind of insane when you think about it. So. Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I don't know. Am I naive at this point for hoping that we support <laughs> the DPC next uh, next season with the battle pass? Or do you think the silence here or no announcement of anything just means that that is what's going to happen? Uh, copium or no copium? Is that what you're saying? Basically, yeah. I mean, if we're already in copium territory, then you've already made your opinion that you don't think it's happening, right? I and mean, it's copium to hope that it happens. Well, you can hope for something to happen, but you can also expect it to not happen. I expect it to not happen. Right. So it's copium. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hope so, I'm wrong. again, I think having these smaller battle passes, I'll call this a small one, I guess, uh, is good. But it's, I don't know, just something feels off, you know? Like, I guess the last thing we can talk about is what the prize pool is going to be. I think there's about a 0% chance that with all the things they've listed here that they're going to break the TI record. That's just not happening. Um, as of this recording now, it's at $5 million, just over $5 million. Uh, like, What have they not come out with that's saying coming soon, but it's a part of the first battle pass? Let's see. Was that the... Nope, Razor Arcana is not part of that. Phantom Assassin is part one. The one that I personally, I don't, 
don't know how many people are going to be excited about this one, if I'm being honest. I, I figured that they would definitely do the CM one. That one looks like it could theoretically be the killer app that we've been talking about. That's part two as well. Uh, Primal Beast Prestige. It's just art, but haven't seen much. Is that it? Those are the big ones? I think so. I mean... Um, by the I, way, Shannon, if you, if you want, I'll just send you a link on Discord right now. Go open this and then show the graph. This one compares the prize pools of every year by time. Uh, TI-22 right now is rated third in terms of prize pool. At this point in time, the prize pool was bigger for the previous two battle passes by a significant amount. Yep. <clears throat> it's kind of like an early look into what we could expect because these generally follow like a logarithmic trend, right? Um, so if I were to guess based on this early trajectory, if this follows this direction, we're probably ending on around somewhere between 25 and 30 million, which is still a you know, monstrous tournament. But um, unless they put in new cool shit or do other things to why, boost this. Wait, why do you think it's still going to be 20 million, 30 million? This is less days graph. to TI. Oh, that's true. These all start right. at day zero. Time. Yeah, yeah, this is by... T right, right, so right. not this only is it shorter time, but you have less stuff coming out during that time as well. You have yeah. most of it already out for... I think we're going to get to like 18 million, maybe. I'm going to say may, somewhere, between 20 and tw somewhere between 20 and 25. I still think so. Okay. Well, either way, it's not going to be remotely yeah. close to the 40 mil from TI-10. Which, no. again... And again, that's fine. fine. Just whatever sells after... Whatever value comes out after, please contribute to the pro scene. It needs it. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. So basically, do you want to sum up your uh, thoughts? I mean, the thing, the reason I didn't add very much to what you said was that I pretty much agreed with everything. Just that we have, you know, we have different things in the battle pass that we think are the coolest, but the overall like vibe and the overall quality of it this is me less inspired than the last year's battle pass and probably the one before and that kind of echoes what the numbers are saying right now with how much people are buying right um, it's still a good battle pass like it's not like this is terrible but people's expectations were obviously in the clouds based on what we've seen in the previous years um they had super high expectations and this is solid but not amazing and people were expecting amazing especially because of the delay right it came out later than previous year uh, there were more time to prepare, but that's the vibe overall. For me personally, from a biased perspective, obviously you and I are excited to see what the stickers brings about because we get 50% of this, right? Based on the wording here, at least. Um, but that's obviously just our biased perspective of that new thing contributing to us, which you know I'm super happy to see talent getting more love uh, in terms of battle pass options. We had the... Last year, we had the voice lines be added um, for God. each individual talent. And this year, we have stickers. My voice line was so, so. dog shit last year. Biggest regret yeah. of my life. Big. What do I mean? Yeah, you're not supposed to agree. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I made some major mistakes. It, it, no, it was, my way, it was my way of saying I can relate to that because it was the same for me. That's oh, what I meant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, mine wasn't good either. Very year. sad. Very so we'll sad. try to step it up this year. And yeah. you know, with all of this tipping and taunting and stuff maybe we can you know give them a little bit more edge and get them approved probably not your belch but maybe you know something that's a little bit maybe a little bit in nature in that direction because what people want right if i get invited to ti again cinderin 
I I will tell you this right now. Mm -hmm. I'm sending my belch. Belch.mp3 okay. is literally on my desktop, ready to send. Valve, if you're watching, if you did it like last year where we submit one, two, three voice lines, and I get invited, one of those three will be a belch. I just want you to be ready. It will not be named <laughs> belch.mp3, though. It'll just be voice line one, or two, or three. You're going to have to listen to them to find out. It's like a, it's like Russian roulette. Belch roulette. <laughs> Beltrula, I like that actually. That's a good name for a game in the future. Oh, copyright that. Yeah, you have a great track record <laughs> for that. All right, uh, I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, not as long as I thought, but that's because uh, we ended up agreeing on a lot of it. Surprisingly enough, the more we hang out, the more we merge into one. By being. like five minutes talking about toxic. Culture and tipping. So you're welcome. I added a little bit of time to it. Yeah, I really appreciate that. That was really interesting. Boy, it just captivated me the whole way through. Mm, you were uh, next week. Seat. <clears throat> next week we will talk about uh, a few things, including something we didn't really get to, which is 7.32b um, and Dragon's Blood and Dragon's Blood. Yes, I was trying to think of what that was. Uh, almost forgot that existed. I, by that point, I will forget everything about the show. I might have to watch a recap. Did you watch it? Oh, yeah, I watched it. Oh, you did. Cheeky boy. I, in preparation for today, I watched like four episodes yesterday, and then you didn't want to talk about My it. My God, so, you watched it? Wednesday. It took you that long? What is wrong with you? I watched, so I, I wasn't watching in Malaysia, right? I watched some of it before I left, and then I watched the rest when I came home. Because I wanted to just chill and watch it on the couch. Nice. So I watched... Um, Episode five through eight, I think it was this Wednesday. So two days ago. So I remember it. God, I don't understand people that don't binge watch stuff or hate watch if you're not a fan of it. Like either way. All right, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thanks for watching, everybody. Until next week, Suns Fan and Cinder and signing out. Hopefully, you guys enjoy the battle pass, and we'll see you then. Peace. Bye. We say things that don't mean That's anything. God. But thanks for listening. Yeah.